ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Spirit and Steinberg Podcast. Right here with Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks and automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations so you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology, real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Bartholomew Carrington III. $10, a lot of money. What time is it? Game time. Junebug Space. Hey, Aries. Yo. Uh, what does Geronimo say when he jumps out of a plane? Oh, Steve! First up, uh, let's go with an ass whooping one. Um, and then uh, not AB, but uh, B, the other B. Female finally gave us an ass whooping story. Finally. Okay, good. There we go. We put the vagina in the air and do, 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 pussy answered the call. It wouldn't be a clam. It wouldn't be just a giant clam. That could be that too. Yeah, or a, or a Honey Smacks cereal piece. Because I told you Honey Smacks is like that. Oh, boys. All right. From Raymond Martinez. What up, Double A? Uh, I got ass whooping story for y'all. I was about six years old and was playing Power Rangers on Super Nintendo. Them levels kept stressing me out. And I would yell at the TV and get too loud while my mom was trying to sleep. She told me to keep it down or I'm going to take the game away and you're going to go to bed. I didn't listen after two times of her telling me she pushed the door open. I dropped the controller and she tagged me with the belt and took my Super Nintendo. I got so pissed. And you know, kids, when they talk under their breath, well, I said, bitch, real quietly. My ass cheeks just turned red. Uh, as she was walking away and she heard me. I'd never been so scared. I didn't know what the fuck was about to happen. I was thinking maybe extension cord or wire hanger, but no, this was way worse. She said, oh, you want to call me a bitch? Okay. 
grabbed my hand and took me to the kitchen, made me bite a jalapeno. I fucking died, man. My shit was burning for an hour and I got sent to bed. Ha ha. Hope you enjoyed one of the whooping stories. Love the podcast. Wait for it every week. Stay safe, y'all. Peace. So my question to you is, do you now hate jalapenos? Because uh, if she really wanted to fuck you up, dog, she'd have made you eat a jalapeno. Uh, what do you call it? Habanero ghost pepper. Uh, you might have died. Yeah, they'd probably kill someone if they had to eat it and then right. go to bed. Um, what would you... Would, did your family ever do anything like that? No. Outside of food? beating? No, 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 no. Straight beating? Yeah. Did you ever get out of a beating? Were you able, because of your funny, were you able to get out of a beating? No. No. Well, my, I told you my mother was Denzel from Man on Fire. You know, uh, her art was ass whoopings. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, I saved my sister. <clears throat> From we were both going to get a beating because we were fighting, right. and my mom said something. Just something happened to my mom. Goes, yeah, just get in your room. I'm going to go in there. And I'm going to. You're just being a super ass like that. She, right. she called me a super ass, and she's yelling at my sister. And I went back into the room and I had some sweatpants on, and I took this pillow and uh-huh. I put it in my pants, like I put it on my butt, right. like this, like couch sofa pillow. Okay, and um. Uh, and then I put a like a towel on as a cape, and I went running back into the room with my sister. She's yelling at my sister, and I'm like, dun, 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 and I go, super ass, like that. And my mom turned and looked at me, and she was just ready to get mad because right. she thought I was being, she thought I was just saying shit, more shit. And she looked and she saw me with the cape and the, the pillow and the she started laughing. She started laughing. And she goes, You don't understand how close you both are to a beating right now. And she just walked out of the room. Yeah, that's white tricks. That that was it was amazing. And my sister yeah. was surprised. Everybody was that we were both surprised, but I I pulled it off. Yeah, if I would have did that, my mother would have beat me while saying dun dun dun. If you put the costume on yes, and the whole thing, nigga, with the costume, she, she wouldn't have cracked. Even if she would not, nah, she wouldn't crack. She wouldn't have cracked. Not at all. See, I mean, I was funnier back then. No, that wasn't it either. <laughs> Just my mother did not play, nigga. Uh, okay, B Jackson. Ass whooping. Hey, y'all. So I'm listening to the Revenge of the Quarterback episode and had to pause because Aries yelled, where are the women's ass whooping stories? I was going to send one last week, but thought it was too late. So it was the summer of me going to the second grade. Now, let me start off by saying, and she puts in caps, I got a lot of ass whoopings, LOL. <coughs> God damn. My mother hated me. Funny, but not funny. I am laughing as I type this. To put it into perspective, I am only 14 years younger than my mother. I sound like uh, your mother and you were like uh, Penny from Good Times and her mama. Uh, Okay, let me continue. Um, But anyway, anyway, summer of me going to the second grade, my pop, pop beat my ass in front of my best friend at the time. We were having a cookout, and for whatever reason, I pulled the door strip, I think it's called the weather strip, off the door. The shit was falling off anyway, old-ass house. So I figured I'd help and pull it off. Well, my pop-pop, who's pop-pop? A fallen? Is this for- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. Jeez, uh, I don't know what the fuck, dude. When I read these motherfuckers, it's something <sighs> gastro. 
Yeah, and a lot of people were hitting me up about that. I need to get you back, but I just don't. I fart in the morning and I fart like after dinner. Yeah, you, 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 your farts are scheduled. Yeah, like they yeah. they come on time. You have scheduled. Ass I gotta read. I gotta start eating something before I come do the podcast. So you can fart. Yeah, if I eat something. Uh, uh, probably smell like underneath an old yarmulke. Nice. That's in there. All right. You got to smell for Febreze original. Um, my pop pop calmly walked over to me. At the time, I'm four foot nothing, if that. And my pop pop stood 6'11 until the time he died, towered over me. Uh, I knew something was about to happen, still not saying anything. In fact, he was sucking on the bone of a rib. He threw the bone to the ground, snatched the strip from my hand, and tagged my ass. Mr. Postman, Friday movie reference. I don't remember much after that because my brain was rattled, LOL. I was uh, more so embarrassed because my best friend had to see that. I do remember running in the house. He then had someone come inside to bring me back out to the cookout. He called me over to where he was sitting, stared at me, and gave me the biggest hug and kiss. Shit was weird, yo, LOL. No, but he ended it right, B. You know what I mean? He kissed you, hugged you, told you he loved you. Not me. And have you ever touched a weather strip since then? Probably not. They probably don't have weather strips at her own house. Right. I can't have a weather strip up here. He beat her so bad she called pop 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 pop. <laughs> she got pop pops. My my my. Do you have another beating one? Because I'll give you one. Yes. Oh, okay. Give it. Go ahead. No. Uh, no. My my sister. My sister. She she was something else. I'll just do this in two parts, but real quick. When she was real little, about four, she was mad at my mom and my dad. And all of us, mm. she just was mad. And uh, said they wanted to go stay at her grandmother's house. And my mom said, okay, well, my, my dad said, okay, well, you want to go stay at your, okay, we'll get you dressed. Well, you can go we'll go to grandmother's house. We're not taking you. You're going to have to walk. She said, I don't care. It was nighttime. No, light, no street lights on the street. They got her dressed, four years old, put her coat on her, walked. My dad said, don't let her. She got a teacher, let her, mm. we'll watch her. She walked, and as you start to go, she, you said, nope, let her. We can still see her. Nope, let her. And then they couldn't see her. And then he ran out of the house, went and got her. She was going to walk to Grandma's house, right? Right. So she already had that kind of personality. So then she did something wrong. Uh, this was months later, a few months later, still the same age, around four or five. My mom was got a, had a bar of soap because she said, uh, she said some bad language. I don't remember what it was. My mom said, you can't say that next time you say that. Wash your mouth out with soap. Went, got my the bar of soap, took it up to my sister when she said it again. So she just said it again right immediately right after. And she bit the soap. And you could she didn't, like, my mom put it up there to put it in her mouth. She bit it. Tears are coming out of her eyes, and she just starts chewing it. Ugh. And then she swallowed the soap. My mom goes, go to your room until your dad gets here. I don't even know what happened to her after that. My sister did not. She She's... Ooh. Okay. Yeah. There's so there's so so she didn't she she reversed the beating mm. by being crazy, crazy. Yeah. Uh, incidentally, uh, Jennifer Garner was just now on TV. She's a bad white woman to me. I love Jennifer Garner. That is a pretty white bitch, man. Jenna, you, you, I think she's sexy. You don't I, think she's I, hot? No, she's she's hot. It's just very aggressive jawline. Look at it. No. What? Look at that. Well, you, you're sometimes... I'm, I'm not saying she's not attractive. Right. She is. A very, I don't see that at all. She's, she, I, she, she looks bad good. Bro, man. All right. 
Oh, this is from my boy, Tim Doyle. Damn, dog, we haven't played uh, Call of Duty in a minute. Might be time to form like Voltron. Anyway, ass whooping story. Hey, yo, what's up, guys? Here's my quick ass whooping story. I was 16, and one day I got a little too big for my britches. Dad caught me mounting, mouthing off, mounting off to mom, mouthing off to mom. We were standing toe to toe, and dad asked, uh, you think you're a big man now? I took a step forward. Big mistake. When I came to, I was inside the closet with bits and pieces of the closet door on and around me. Dad reached his hand out and said, you're done? I shook my head, my head, yes. He helped me up, looked at me and said, you owe me a new fucking door. The day I realized dad wasn't lying was when he say, when he'd say, I helped bring you into this world. I could take your ass out of the world. By the way, uh, by the way, and that new closet door cost around 50 bucks at that. LOL, Tim Doyle. Yeah, dude. Uh, Tim, I'm curious to know, are you, uh, what should, I mean, I know you're white, but you're not Italian. Doyle sounds Irish. Okay. It? Dude, I think the white fathers that whoop the most ass are either Irish, Italian, and Polish. I said, you got, you were treated like, not like this by if you were still connected to wherever you came from from Europe. If, right. you, were, if you still had a connection to your parents came from right. there or they're only one generation removed, right. you got ass beatings. Yeah. But, 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 uh, I don't, I don't, I, my, I could be wrong, but my spidey sense tells me Jewish dads don't really discipline where they're from. Yes, they do. Do they really? Yeah. I see Jews as soft. No. No. But it depends. Uh, it depends where they're from. It depends where right. they're from. But no. Really? No. If anybody, it's people, the, the people that I think uh, that were the softest to their kids, the most loving to, I, I, I want to say this, and I'm going to get a bunch of people to disagree with me. I think Hispanics, Mexicans especially, have a bond with their kids where they don't want to be, they don't, Whoop their kids like that. Mm. The 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 ones I have known, right? The people I grew up around, they they're the they liked the the not beating. The, but I shouldn't say that though because my mom got her ass beat from my from my mom. Is that right? But her dad would have never spanked her. I don't think her dad would ever spank any of the girls in the family. I right. mean, there was this the the dads would never spank spank the girls. Um, so that's why I assume we didn't get a lot of those stories. But I, I, I thought there was a different camaraderie in the way that uh, and, and lovingness of, of and, Hispanic, and I know Hispanic dads still do when they get rare when the kids do something really wrong. Well, but I think that they've always tried to find another way to deal with that with besides beatings. Mm. Okay. So does and, and you're right though. So do Jewish dads, but depending on where they're from, if they're from old school like European places, mm-hmm. no. Mm, okay. Uh, DHT. Uh, what up, ANA? Ah, uh, man, it was so cool to hear you read my email on the pod during episode 307, I think. But yo, y'all didn't check the Midnight Mass series I told you about. Anyway, I was just curious to hear what you guys thought on it. On another note, man, I saw you, Aries on your 15, 17-minute set from Shaq's All-Star Comedy Jam. OMG, that shit was so funny. The whole set was fire. 
I love the 300 Sparta voiceovers, and your DMX is impeccable. I really feel like I'm a part of the crew like Farah and Mo 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 Mookie. Uh, because I've been listening to the pod that long, but I didn't email in as much as they do. LOL, absolutely love you guys. Keep the keep the episodes coming. Wishing you guys nothing but love and success, Tony. Oh, thank you, Tony. Uh, yeah, you're yeah. earning your miles, baby. Uh, just stick with it. You're going to be there uh, in no time. <clears throat> Junebug Spade. <laughs> Junebug Spade. That nigga raped me, daddy. Um, my Action Park experience. What's good, fellas? First and foremost, Happy New Year to you and your families. Hope your holidays went well. Enough of all the mushy shit. I just want to address a few things. I sent an email back in October about the new Halloween movie. I'm shocked you guys liked it. I'm a fan of the Halloween franchise, and I got to say, it's one of the worst ones. I don't know anyone who liked that bullshit. This clearly was just a filler to complete the trilogy for this new era. The new one will come out this Halloween, and supposedly it's called Halloween Ends. I just found this one to have too many eye roll moments. How the fuck does the whole town have an opportunity to kill him and none of them think to shoot Michael in the face? He was literally laying in the street in a position to be killed and these dumb motherfuckers walked away from him after 40 years. I still don't know that you can't just stab him and walk away thinking that finished him off. He turned into John Wick and killed everyone that surrounded him. Bruh, that shit was ass. But enough of my rant on that. I'm an 80s baby and a 90s kid, so I remember Action Park. I went with my brother and a few friends in the early 90s. My black ass damn near died. I had no business thinking I could jump in the wave pool. That shit looked like the wave in the Mark Wahlberg movie, The Perfect Storm. I jumped in, and all I remember was being knocked upside my head by a big-ass wave and not being able to come back up for air. I hit my head on the bottom of the pool. I was overcrowded. It was overcrowded. So there were kids and adults jumping in as well. I kept getting kicked and pushed back under the waves and others that were struggling as well. Of course, none of the lifeguards were paying attention. So a random parent had to pull me back up by my high top fade. I remember hearing all the tragic stories about that place after the fact. But like you guys said, those are moments that toughen you up. That's my action park story. Oh, and rest in peace to Sidney Poitier, Betty White, and Bob Saget. If either of you met any of them, could you share a story? Be safe, peace, Junebug Spade. Um, no, I never met any of them. I met Bob Saget. Oh, yeah, Bob Saget. I mean, you know, through, like I said, the going in and out of the comedy clubs. But we never had a rapport. Um, I had to take him to press uh, oh, yeah. a couple times. And got to hang out with him. Pleasant guy? Very nice, but can be crab. Could have been a little crabby in the morning because, you know, <laughs> and as you know, no one really yeah. likes to do press at five a.m. Right. And when you get to a certain point, uh, and you in when you have enough stuff on TV and things are going, you don't need to do press because you sell out. Yeah. Well, yeah. when you're not on TV as much anymore, you might have to go do some press. And he hadn't really yeah. had been doing that much press, and he was a little crabby, but nice, really nice, and. Right. Uh, Answered it. it was very nice to everyone. Never had any issues with anyone. But you just like in the morning, I just kind of left him alone because I could just tell he was right. just like, you know, just put out, didn't want to do it. Uh, Dave Couillet is a real nice guy. I heard super nice. Yeah, very Super nice clean, guy. though. You got to be yes. completely clean in comedy. Yes. I've never worked with Dave. 
<laughs> and uh, but yeah, I heard really super uh, every amazing story, but always nice. And and I uh, um, do you know Mike Young? Mike Young, comedian Mike Young. I don't think so. Uh, Mike's a great dude, and uh, Mike will open up for him a lot. Mike's really cool, and, and just would rave. And this is before anything happened, right. you know. <clears throat> Uh, would rave about Bob and just what a great dude he was and really was really and was great to Mike and uh, I didn't know Bob like where I hung out with him but you know just from the stories that I heard from Mike just a little bit and I didn't even hear that many he he's just was a really good person really good right. person so it's unfortunate that someone goes so unexpectedly too it's, right. it's you know not knocking Betty White but you when you're 99 we know that you know upper room nigga yeah so but Bob, that was, I mean, he was doing a show the night before. So very, uh, very off guard. Um, have you ever come close to any kind of drowning moment? Not really, like, uh, because I'm not a good swimmer, especially when I was younger. Yeah, right. I felt like, you know, like I was going to drown. But no, I never. Yeah. Uh, but I did like in, in June by Spades, uh, pulled up by his high top fade. And I was like, oh, that's why. Black dudes used to wear those yeah. <laughs> to rescue. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh man! Uh, but yeah, that's uh, man. that nigga drowning, daddy. <laughs> Pull him up by his high top fade. Uh, no, nah, man. <gasps> Have you ever been in a? You know, I I think I recall once before I learned how to swim. I jumped in a pool that was deep, and I felt the overwhelming feeling of all that water. And I didn't have a concept of depth. Uh, so I was freaked out a little bit. But I think I did all right. Have you ever been in a... a well, clearly I did all right. I'm here. Yeah. But have you ever been in a perceived like life and death situation? With water? Anything. Oh, well, every time my mother beat me, I thought it was life <laughs> and death situation. But like any kind of accident or anything? No. That, no? no? I was in a serious uh, car accident. That's why. I've been in a couple car accidents, but nothing serious. Nothing where you were like... You, yeah. Like I thought my sister was dead. Oh, and, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, no, We were in a bad car accident. So that's the, that's like, the I think, the closest that... Wow. But uh, yeah, those those things, I, 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 I would relate it to that only because that's where you don't right. know if you're going to make it or not. Right. Um... Oh, shit. What am I talking about? That's, again, that's how I got these dark marks under my eyes when I was knocked unconscious and hit my face, I flew over the bike and my face hit the, the thing and I woke up in the hospital. Oh, you woke up in the hospital. You didn't even know yeah. what had happened. I, I Again, I remember I had a moment of consciousness for a second and a guy was standing over me uh, telling me just relax and then I blacked out and then I woke up in the hospital. And what did you do? You broke, did you break some... No, I didn't break anything. Just scars. Scars. Yeah. Wow. All right. Back to comedy. Uh, Frank Williams, Ass Whooping, and Tracy Morgan. Happy holidays, my guys, and GTA Andres. Hope all is well in 2022. Uh, uh, I'll try to be brief. Uh, two of my ass whoopings I hold near and dear to my heart is the time my dad beat my ass in the bathroom at school while my classmates and everything. My teacher called my dad up to the school to air me out because I had been acting an ass all week and she wasn't going to do shit about, I've uh, been acting an ass all week and she wasn't going to do shit about, well, my dad got wind of it, came to the spot and got me right. I was so embarrassed, however, but continued to act an ass. When he left, I guess my feelings was hurting as much as my ass was. I guess my feelings was hurting. 
Okay. Then the second time when, was when he hit me with a belt multiple times and I didn't cry. So I fake cry. That wasn't a good enough. That wasn't good enough. So he grabbed the Sega Genesis joystick and proceeded to light my ass up with those. Those was not fake tears. That was shredded, LOL. Lastly, dude, your Tracy Morgan impression is genius. I'd be telling my girl, yeah, in my Tracy Morgan voice, just the word, yeah, <laughs> laugh my ass off. Uh, if possible, can we do a bit with yourself, Tracy Morgan, Al Pacino, and Keanu Reeves at Popeye's Chicken arguing with a Mexican because they got your order fucked up. LOL, I'll probably get a $10 a lot of money because I didn't proofread. You actually did. Uh, right when you were describing your father whooping your ass. But I can understand how that triggers certain emotions and make you have relapses. Till next time, yay he, yay he. Um, oh boy, what do I want? They got so much. They got chicken tenders. They got legs, thighs, wings. Well, do I just want a biscuit? Yeah. I'll say get all that. And then when you bite into it, eat it like you eat an elephant pussy. <laughs> Dudes, I'm thirsty. I want something to drink. What do you want, Keanu? They got soda. They got juice. They got whatever you need. I don't know. But whatever it is, I want it to come in a can. <laughs> Just cans. Keanu, what's what you always drinking out of cans? You need to drink beverage out of a pussy. You don't know what a good drink is. You drink beverage out of pussy. You mix the pussy juice with the fucking inside the body juice in the soda juice. Damn. That's all I got, man. Hey, hey, Al, you ever drink soda out of pussy and like you turn the bitch up on her back like she's a giant human cup? And you just slurp out like that? Oh, boy. Oh, no. Never done that. It'd be hard to do that if you really want to know the truth. Yeah. it's probably how your voice got all scratchy because you were drinking the wrong soda at the wrong pussy. <laughs> That's why you should drink out of a can. <laughs> just cats. <laughs> 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 I, I thought you were going to go the other way with Al Pacino. I thought he was going to give him a lesson on how to drink uh, out of a woman, out of a woman's pussy. Oh, I would give the lesson. I would say, of course, and you know, it's too appropriate for Tracy. That's some <laughs> shit, Tracy. Some nasty shit, Tracy would do. <laughs> uh, Harold Pilson, Detroit ass whooping. Oh shit, I know this. <laughs> you already know, right? I know this comes with a. When you have to name, when you name the 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 city that right. it's from, you know that it's a it, it's a special whatever it is. It involves a f dirty fingernail. When it comes to an area code, you know yeah. that there's a problem. All right, Detroit ass whooping. What up, my dog uh, Aries and nephew Andy? I forgot to write y'all last week about this goofy ass whooping I got for nothing. Aren't they all for nothing? Yeah, yeah. You don't only guilty man in Shawshank. Uh, even thinking about it now gets me mad as hell. I forgot how old I was, but I believe I was at the end of elementary or in the middle school age. Next to us live these old folks that were friends of the family. Uh, their granddaughter, who I had a huge crush and was friends with, would come over every now and then. So I would try my best every time to talk to her and crack jokes and shit. 
So one day, me, her, and some friends from the neighborhood chilling on her grandparents' porch. I'm cracking jokes to the point where everybody are laughing loud. $10, a lot of money. My mom's overhear it from her bedroom window and calls me to come in. I ask her what's going on. She checks me like, why are you being so goofy? I can hear you out of everybody. I don't know what happened next, but next thing I know, I'm hopping around like somebody shooting bullets at my feet from getting hit with this long, red, thick paddle she had. Mind you, her window is open, so all my friends heard me getting WWF'd. Bruh, when I say I was so confused after that for being too goofy, I was mad at her for a week. Anyway, love the Detroit jokes. Unfortunately, my fingernails ain't dirty because I bite them bitches to the cuticle. Peace, y'all. Um, you know, sometimes I get the sense that some parents beat their kids because they just mad. Mad about their life. Mad about how shit is going. Because uh, some of the things that I think sometimes, and I got to say I got to relegate this to black parents is because, you know, or anybody, and it grows up tough, hard, where the parents just, life's kicking your ass. Um, And then I've never gotten beat in front of my peers. That has to be the most embarrassing shit ever. I, I think my dad called me into the house. And my, all my friends knew, like, because I, I think I told him I was going to mm-hmm. get, I, I think I was going to get in trouble. And then I got that, ooh, right, that's about the, the kids, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I knew I was, I knew I was done. Um, that would be the closest that I think I ever got beat in front of him. But I do remember, like, he would, he would be upset about things, and that <laughs> the trigger to get a spanking would be a lot shorter, right? But it, it I'm not going to say anything because this is to be fun that we're telling these stories anyway and get these off our chest but man if you if you are going to spank a kid and i think this is so you know everybody says don't spank the kid but if you are going to spank a kid gotta make sure that they know what they're getting a spanking for otherwise otherwise you're just beating your kid well no that's abuse now yeah if they if you can why are you hitting me mommy for breathing nigga Mm -hmm. You got right. you got you got to give them something so right. that they so that they understood that what they did was inappropriate and this was the punishment and this is how to right. avoid getting that because I, there was too many times when I got you know I got lit up for I I don't know why <clears throat> uh, it may not have been too many I don't know what too many is I, I think one is too many so but if he would have just said you did this and this is the the corporal punishment that you're getting then I would have been okay well I fucked up I'm not going to do that again but. Right. Uh, I think sometimes parents, like you just said, they, they just let the they let their day make that trigger them a lot quicker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, relax, parents. Take some time out. You know, breathe a second. If you get frustrated, just take a really hot shower, and then when you get out, put your leg up on the air conditioning unit and let the wind and the cool breeze shoot through your body. You can't do it that way. Yeah. That's the the cool breeze. There you go. All right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Go to your happy price, price line. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Austin Wheeler to the asshole and the Jew-Exican. Jew-Exican. Can. Right. Okay. Jumex. Yeah. Ju 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 Mexican. It's got to be how you pronounce that. Jumexican. Yeah. That's all right. Uh, what up? What up? Uh, what's up? A dub. Long time listener and first time emailer. I did inbox you on Facebook a while ago, but you never answered. Yeah, dude. I hardly ever fuck with my Facebook. Me too. Um, I'm I'm an Instagram guy. Prior to that, I was a Twitter dude, but we know what happened there. Always been on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, and when I was a Twitter guy, I was really looking for the porn. Um, anyway, I was listening to episode 120, and you were talking about Dolomite, and it made me ask, want to ask, have you ever, have you two, if you two, if you two have seen Black Dynamite with Michael Jai White, and if so, how do you like movies set up like that? Um, well, let me answer you real quick. I, I, I've seen pieces of Black Dynamite. I've never really watched it. But I am proud to say that when they turned it into a cartoon, when it was on Cartoon Network, uh, I did a couple of voices uh, for, I know the one episode is where I play O.J. Simpson. So you could look that up. Uh, but I did voiceover for the Black Dynamite cartoon. What's your O.J. Simpson telling? You know, I just played it real. Um, I'm O.J. Simpson. You know, I'm O.J. You know, it wasn't really an impression. I just... Try to sound real black, but I have that tone in my voice like I like white women. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm detested by fellow black people, but I love me white women. So it was just, it was that. Um, um, well, it's known where it's known that it's supposed to be done wrong with bad edits, cuts, and you purposely see things like uh, boom mics and how the Qua- uh, camera quality is old, but it's being shot when we have HD when we have HD cameras. P.S. What new actors slash actresses would you say compared to the legends we have today? Example: Michael B. Jordan equals Denzel Washington. Things like that. Be breezy, deuces. Uh, you know, uh, it was always fun to shoot those sketches on Man TV where we would do the Dolomite spoofs because we would purposely, obviously, have all that that you talked about. Bad edits, bad cuts, shaky camera, boom mics in the scene, uh, bad acting. Uh, you know, I would have loved to have done or would love to do a movie like what Michael Jai White did because it's just it's fun to just make mistakes and have fun with it. Um, what's the last part of your question? You know, what, oh, oh, go ahead. You know, well, the other movie has nothing to do with. Uh, um, any of the films we talked about, but in Boogie Nights, mm-hmm. when they recreated some of the old porn yeah. scenes, they did a lot of those yeah, kind yeah, of things. Yeah, the yeah. Boom, you'd see the boom mic yes. and the shadows. Yes. So yeah. Um. You know, I don't think to be honest with you, dude. I wish I knew these guys' names. Um. God, 
But the two dudes who were in that movie that we just talked about, the Black Western with Regina King and, oh, yeah. and, and, and Idris Elba, those two guys, um, and that, one of the guys that was in the movie was also in the Black Judah and the Black Messiah or Judah and the Black Messiah. I think there's a lot of young guys like him, Michael B. Jordan, um, the African nigga who was from English who played uh, what was my man's name and Judah and the Black Messiah. He played the main guy, Fred Hampton. Uh, I think those guys are up and coming and I think they have a long ways to go where I could see one of them filling that spot. But right now, to me, their body of work is not extensive enough to be up there with the king. Uh, but it, I think they'll get there. Who's the the, <clears throat> the dude from Green Book? I can't pronounce. I, I, Mar, Mar something Ali. Dude, he's he's a great actor. Yeah, no, I, I think there's a young crop of great actors out there uh, that are on the come up. Yeah, Definitely but, on the come up. For me to remember anybody's name. Oh, I can't Jesus. even remember the legends. <laughs> Uh, I gotta get help. <laughs> uh, let me see this. Uh, hard dick vaccine. Um, this is from our African dude, Akil Kadaj. God damn it, dude! It feels like I got something in my throat, scratching the shit out of my throat. <laughs> Dude, you better not be getting uh, COVID here. Nah, calm down, Jew. Jesus, uh, I need some plexiglass. You know, you know, you know why uh, Robin Quivers in uh, with, with Howard Stern was in that booth. A separate, she's in a separate booth. Yeah, because Howard's farts. Really? Yeah, I'm going to get a separate booth. To protect me from your farts <laughs> and COVID. Sub A and A, African and Akanashi. Um, I'll just, I'll see. I'll see. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Was, That's was, how he's describing us. Yeah, yeah. African. I'm the African, and you're the. Yeah, yeah. yeah Would good. you take a, a vax a vaccine for impotence, kind of like Viagra, helps with male impotence, uh, but is taken like the COVID vaccine, two shots with the occasional booster. It's a male. It's for male impotence. Yeah, nigga. Okay, we got it. The impotence. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't get you dig hard. It just helps you emotionally when you can't get it up. Wait, let me make sure I understand this. <sighs> Would you take a vaccine for, for impotence, kind of like Viagra? Helps with male impotence, but it's taken like the COVID vaccine, two shots with the occasional booster. It's for male impotence. Doesn't get you dig hard. It just helps you emotionally when you can't get up. Nigga, you contradicting your question. You're saying it's for impotence, but then you say it's for your emotions and won't get your dick hard. I think he's trying to relate this to this the vaccine, that they're saying that it prevents the vaccine, but then it doesn't prevent the vaccine. Keep reading, see, see if it gets us there. He ain't got nothing left, but I, I think you already get what I'm saying. I don't, but let me add this on to it. If you don't take it, your access to pussy is restricted. Yeah, he's he's making a, an analogy towards the vaccine okay. and not working. You can still get pussy, but to get that elite wet, uh, you stupid. To get that uh, elite wet, tight, pristine pussy, you got to show dick measurements and two references of satisfaction 
from women in the past two months. This is how I view the COVID vaccine. Doesn't stop you from getting it or passing it on, but it does make you feel better. I recognize the benefit. I recognize the benefit in that feeling better, but why the demand to take it? That dick vaccine will make you feel better about not getting it up, which leads to a less pressure the next time. Do you know, do you, can you make sense of this? I think he's trying to make a point, but I haven't really got it. Yeah. I have to get letters from, from women. I reference points, you know, I, I I consider as proof like a vaccine card. Yeah. But I consider my love making to be like Christmas. Okay. It is better to give than it is to receive. Meaning women should be happy that they saw me come. And even though they don't come. (laughs) Be happy and be a giver. That's what I'm saying. All right. Don't worry. Be happy. I wish I knew the words to that dear song, but I know what I'm going to say is wrong. You pull out your dick and you cock it twice. A couple back shots. Ooh, ooh, that's nice. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) You should do that one. Maybe. Dude, that would be a great TikTok. Right. Okay. The heart, yeah, a, a key, a, 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 uh, yeah, dog, I don't know really where you were trying to go with that. It seemed a little bit all over the place. Um, what them African niggas care about their dicks? What is the vaccine? We don't need, is there a vaccine you can take? It helps you emotionally and your dick don't get hard. Well, maybe what it's saying, if you don't feel bad about it, then your dick is going to get hard eventually because you're not feeling bad. Nigga, maybe you should take a goddamn vaccine to stop all the goddamn babies you niggas have. <laughs> all, all of you niggas are flooding the market with a thousand children and AIDS, nigga. Figure out that shit. Uh, I, can, I, can, I can hear people typing out their letters right now. <laughs> Why the part about the AIDS? Why are you saying that Africans... Because you niggas know. You niggas know it. All of you niggas know it. All right. um, Did you like this remake right here? The Longest Yard? Uh Uh-huh. I never saw the original. You never saw the original with Burt Reynolds? No. Damn, that was good. Was it? Yeah. All right. This might have been one of the few Adam Sandler movies I liked because he wasn't being Adam Sandler-ish. No, it was a movie. There was a remake. Cherry there was a pie, character. Cherry pie. Anybody want some cherry pie? Cherry pie. He doesn't do that in the water. In water, in water he does boy. it in almost every movie. It's water. He's doing water, not cherry pie. Yeah. What kind of pie is that, Adam? This is cherry pie, Tracy. This is cherry pie. You like cherry pie? I like pussy pie. When you fucking bite into the pie, it tastes like pussy. Oh, pussy pie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Frank Williams. Uh, Spider-Man. Fellas, I must say, I still have not seen the new Spider-Man, but did listen to the podcast where you guys spoiled it for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's going to happen. Come on, man. Uh, despite the disclaimer, come on, man. Despite the disclaimer, you guys mentioned, 
I proceeded to torture myself and sit back and listen. First off, I had no idea all three Spideys made an appearance. Oh, we really spoiled it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Andy and, ooh, for the record, Tobey Maguire is our friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Uh, it's official. I like Tom Holland. And I didn't even give old boy a chance. I don't even know his name. All I know he played, all I know he played in the social network, which was a good movie. His name is Andrew Garfield. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, just wanted to write in and stay relevant to the podcast. Yeah. In my Tracy Morgan voice. Also, I was about to see it, but where I'm from in Chicago, Illinois, you need to show a vaccination card to watch a movie. So I'm not going anytime soon. Don't judge me. Uh, still just waiting this thing out before I get the jab. Y'all stay powerful in 2022. Yay he, yay he. Um, here's a fun fact for you boys and girls. Uh, Andy and I was kind of discussing. Uh, well, I'm glad this is going to bring me to my next point. Andy and I was kind of discussing uh, DC and Marvel shit yesterday. Uh, I don't know if y'all know, but Andrew Garfield, San Francisco. I wonder if that changes how you see him as Spider-Man because he probably shoots his webs different. And them ain't webs. Nigga, that's backshot juice. It doesn't. <laughs> backshot juice. Has nothing to do with the character. Okay. Do you... you oh, dude, you know what? I, 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 I started checking out uh, just randomly because I went, you know what? Let me try something new. HBO Max has a series called Doom. You ever seen it? No, and you told me about it. Yeah, Brandon Frazier is in it. And it's basically Suicide Squad as a series. A bunch of misfit, fucked up superheroes uh, with weird powers. Uh, not bad. <clears throat> I also want to check out on HBO Max, Titans. Yeah. Is that good? You seen that one? No, I haven't seen it yet either. I'm looking for, I'm sorry. I'm looking for an email. I, I don't know if it's an email or was, I, th I thought I sent it to you, but I didn't. It's about the Tom Holland, uh, Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield thing. And someone sent me something and I don't have their name and I don't have it on there. And if you hear me talking about this and you know it's you, please send me a message so I can at least give you a shout out for this. He made up a, a very great point about, man, who was it? I need to go through it. Um, the best point I've heard about why it's Tobey Maguire that's the best Spider-Man ever. Which is? Because a lot of people like yourself are going Tom Holland. Mm -hmm. But Tom Holland already had everybody lay out the character for him. He's just doing a better job with everything everybody else has put out. The character's been laid out. It's been, of course, it was already a Spider-Man comic book, but... They, they they he took from what they did and made it the best that he could, and he took a little bit from both of them. But I still say Toby Maguire. Well, I don't know that I buy that. I, I you know I don't know that I buy that. I mean, because at the at the end of the day, well, no, let me because then I'm be I'm contradicting myself. He's just more. I I just I'm drawing the time. I, like I said, the acting, the acting. Uh, I and I I, I still <laughs> think Toby Maguire is great and. The more I see Tobey Maguire out in public, and I said this to you yesterday. You know what you're doing? It's throwing me off now. I know what you did because you fucked me up with that last time. You're saying, you just, you did, you, you said it, you said the first time, Tobey Maguire, and then you said Tobey Maguire, but you're mixing Mark Maguire oh, okay. with Tobey Maguire. Okay. You're saying Tobey Maguire. 
I am. Yeah, the, okay. you said Toby Maguire. Then you said Toby Maguire. Maybe it, it's that uh, I'm, I'm reenacting the scene from uh, my cousin Vinny. No, dude. If if we were Sesame Street and my stomach is a puppet, your tongue and mouth is a puppet, nigga. There's something <laughs> two different puppets <laughs> now working together <laughs> at the same time. Right? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I mean, these mouth and tongue and mind. <laughs> It doesn't sound that coherent. <laughs> doesn't sound that 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 good. Uh, so you, you just, but, but I said when you see him, right. Toby. I'm just gonna go with Toby. He right. uh, he's a kind of a dick on the street. I don't know him as a person, but right. the way he responds to the reporters and the. Right. He's not a nice guy. He's acting his ass off to be that nice guy. Yeah, yeah. It's funny when he hits you with them evil eyes. Did you ever see the one where he's trying to get out of the garage in his car and the paparazzi are flashing all the lights at him and he's, he literally rolls down the window, yells at the top of his lungs, I can't fucking see! Did you ever see that one? <laughs> and here's what makes these paparazzi such dicks. The one guy yells out, what's wrong? Your spidey sense not working? <laughs> You're already agitated. <laughs> you say that shit. That's perfect, though. Oh, that's fucked up. Uh, Roland Williams, since we're on the topic of Spider-Man. Uh, what up, ANA arises? That cracker Andy is really stupid. Uh, neat. Ned Leeds only had the power because of the ring. And for you to say that wasn't man food, all three Spider-Man swing you, swing, all, all wasn't man food, all three Spider-Man swing. Hey, before you go any further, the, the first line that he reads about me, the first line that he reads about me. What's up, ANA Arises? That cracker Andy is really stupid. Uh, fill, fill, fill in his name. And, 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 uh, that cracker Andy is really stupid. <laughs> That cracker Andy is really stupid. <laughs> That's the only part that he wrote correctly. Right, right. <laughs> Boy, don't throw them stones, nigga. Uh, <laughs> uh, the fools, my man, food. All three Spider-Man swing. You just being plain stupid. Like sometimes you say shit just to piss diggers off. Andy, like I was listening. <laughs> That cracker Andy really <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Dude, let me tell you something. These are these moments when you know karma is real. Nigga, while he wrote that, <laughs> karma was leaning on that nigga's back. Um, <laughs> uh, damn. Andy, like I was listening to... Oh, Andy, I was listening to an old episode. Not and, and old episode of the podcast. And you said Suicide Squad Joker was better than Heath Ledger Joker. It's just plain out stupid. Like you don't have no balls about yourself. I don't even know how someone can be friends with you because of your stupid ass points and idea. Well, hello, governor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of all, though, I do want to address this one specific thing out of this yeah. because there's only one thing that I, I kind of understood. Andy is stupid. 
the only the, come on dumbass talk to this guy yeah my my stance when he says i have no balls and i picked what most people consider to be one of the worst jokers so i have no balls i just stood up in front of the world and goes <laughs> yeah i i like this i can't exactly explain it but i like that he took a chance and he took joker where no one else had i don't think that you beat heat ledger at being joker so take a right. fucking shot. That's what I'm. And so if you don't understand that uh, this cracker can't help you, I'm just going to go back to being stupid. Uh, right in, though. Again, please, because <laughs> you, you don't you don't want no beef. You don't want no beef. <laughs> Dude, I, I still think he did an outstanding. I think it's an outstanding job. All I, this chit chat's going to get you hurt. Did you, did you not honestly though you didn't appreciate his his dude take. let me tell you i think heath ledger was the best joker but i would have loved to have seen them dive what i would have loved to have seen was ben affleck with his own batman movie with heath with uh jared leto's, leto's joker thank you I, th- I think if there was enough meat on the bone for, respectively for both of them Dude, I, I was not mad at Jared Leto's Joker at all. I'm going to tell you who's Joker I'm really not a big fan of. Joaquin Phoenix. No, I. but I think that one is being played. I think the reason it's so good is it's being played before the Joker is matured. And you see uh, uh, an, a still not established Joker for the time period that that's taking place. I give him a lot of credit for it. The one, and everybody hates me for saying this, the Joker that I can't stand, and, and I shouldn't say I can't stand, I just didn't like, was uh, the one everybody else originally thought was great when he did it was... Um, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. It, it, because it he, was great for that moment because be, it, it was the first time we saw a live action Batman movie on that scale. And I understood that, and it was a campy version of Batman, yes. and that was what it was supposed to be. But... The darkness of Batman that he really tried to capture, and if you if you ever read about what he talks about the Joker and being a very dark character, it never came through on the screen. It could be the way it was edited. It could be the way it was done. I really think that uh, Heath Ledger, Jared Leto, really captured that fucking uh, psychotic person that's really out there. But again, what happened? Did your balls drop off? If you can't beat that Joker that you just did, why try to do that Joker? I like you. There's a lot of fight in you. Well, then you're really going to love me. Yeah. You might as well try to take it a different direction. I give him credit. And talking about balls, when you said, I don't have the ball. Jared Leto, that's the most ballsy thing I think an actor could do is what he did with that character. Tell him, Andy, you dumb fuck. So there you go, man. And uh, <laughs> please, please write in again because I haven't laughed that hard in a while, man. Uh, you know, he goes into the Hall of Fame with that other dude. <laughs> <laughs> they both did the same thing. All right. You made your point. It wasn't the one that you wanted to make, but right. you made your point. Havoc 04, Val Kilmer, another one. Yo, watch The Saint with Val Kilmer. Yeah. It came out in 96. Doesn't hold up film-wise, but this is why I honk. He got... This is why I honk. He got the Batman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> More Bruce Wayne part. Anyway, I remember y'all talking about the doc on Val. Figured I'd 
portray and add this movie to your repertoire. Rep- okay. He spells, I figured I meant to say try. He wrote Trey and add, he misspelled add. He wrote A D instead of A D D. It's still an ad, but I know, but yeah. it's spelled wrong. Okay. And then he goes, movie to your repertoire. And then after he wrote repertoire, he spells R U P U T A R, repertoire. Maybe that's another movie, the repertoire. It comes from deep within. Boy, you motherfuckers. Oh, goodness. But to, to what he's saying is he didn't take the next, uh, even though everybody says that he's the worst Batman. Right. He didn't take the the, the next Batman movie. That, and his Batman movie still made money. And they wanted him for that next Batman. But he Batman. said on a documentary, it was so uncomfortable to costume and he was a, yeah. it wasn't a pleasant experience. And he wanted to do The Saint, the movie that he's right. talking about. So that's the reason he didn't do the Batman. It wasn't like he was so bad and they kicked him out. Right. George Clooney, to me, is the it, that's the one. I mean, you would think that he was perfect for Batman. And I think that that was the bar was raised on that. His Batman movies weren't good. I, I think I think the Batman movie was so bad it tainted him. Yeah, because I think he was a great Bruce Wayne in a Batman. It just was a bad movie. You know, I, I can't tell uh, obviously George Clooney what to do, but then fucking get out of that movie because he had the potential and he was the right age. He's Everything the, was perfect for him. Everything and they fucking. Oof. Look, when you show bat nipples, uh, you done fucked up. You know, you don't sexualize Batman. And, you know, Joel Schumacher directed that. And Joel is. Well, it would have been. uh, Remember on Saturday Night Live, they had the ambiguously gay Gay duo. That is that. That's That's what that is. The live action version of that. All right. Uh, William Johnson, Spider-Man. Bruh, you always hang in your nuts. However, your spoiler of No Way Home, why you didn't mention Charlie Cox and Mac Murdoch, a.k.a. Daredevil. Because I didn't even know that that's what that was because I'm not like Nary. I'm not a fanboy. Uh, maybe if I got Mighty Mouse tattooed on my calf, uh, I would be aware of shit like that. But Love they, you, Nary. They, they bring it in there a little bit, though. They, they say I mean, it in the movie. Yeah, but... You know, I'm not geeky to the point where, where I you know were that take shit. that direction. Right. On the, yeah. Okay. Give us more details. I want to feel like I'm there if some if spoiling something. Thanks for the review, but I shouldn't hear something from another podcast. I'm supposed to hear from you, bro, bro. Let's go, my niggas. I believe in you. Sorry to let you down, Willie. <laughs> Damn. Um. Damn, any. I'm going to just read this one. He has another one. It's super short. Oh, yeah. He goes, uh, William Johnson. I know you like mafia shit. You heard Sammy the Bull Cat, the Bull podcast. He telling those real gangster stories. Whenever you have time, check it out. It's called Our Thing. You familiar with it? No. Yeah, I might check that out. Um, I don't know. It's tricky. Sometimes telling a story versus a visual yeah, there's an art to that. I think Sammy's a pretty good speaker, but the problem, but I'm going to say this, this, I hope I live after I say Sammy, like, but from what I understand about he was a rat, no, I know that's obvious. He obviously gave up some people that were going to give him up if he did in any way. Right. Um, but he lived in Arizona for a while and you hear a lot of stories and there's some shit that went down with him in Arizona. Um, 
He's going to tell the story from his perspective. So they're going to be very Sammy, pro Sammy. We fucking got the guy. We fucking punched him in the mouth with a fucking bull peen hammer. We said, give us the fucking information, what you fucking know. He didn't do it. We shot his fucking cock off. Uh, Next episode, we're going to talk about how I beat the shit. Well, so I, I mean, I'm interested in hearing it. I'll, I'll be interested in hearing it, but I just think that, you know, there's going to be a, a slant in the in right. the in the bull direction. Speaking of fucking slants, we took this fucking chingy eyed chick and we fucking <laughs> and we fucking blindfolded him with the fucking dental floss. The fucking cocksucker says I still can fucking see, so I beat him in the fucking eyes with the butt of my fucking gun. He's fucking looking like a fucking swollen alien fucking Chinese guy. You ever seen such a fucking thing? A fucking Asian alien chink? Yeah. Next episode. Yeah. So what number of podcasts did we get to? <laughs> we got to what? <clears throat> you know, for the sake of the fucking record, I never was a fan of fucking Bobby's fucking podcast. It's fucking guy Sammy the Bulls is a fucking rat. If that happened when anybody from Uncle June's crew, you went in the fucking river. You keep your mouth shut at all fucking times for the sake of the business across the board. They were going to hang him out to dry, though, too. Sammy the Bull? Yeah. Yes, we did what he had to do. Uh, Gabatron 88. Black Will Ferrell. I want to nominate Marlon Wayans' Verka Scary Movie 1 and 2 for Black Will Ferrell. He didn't mind making an ass out of himself and took his character Shorty over the top. Only problem was that after they stopped making the scary movies and white chicks, he kind of lost his foot in his comedy. I I watched his recent special, and it seemed like he was trying to force a laugh from the audience. My second choice would be Tony Cox, but I think he's a better actor than Marlon. So I put him at a higher level. He's more of the Chevy Chase to Marlon's feral. Gabatron 88, till next time. Um, Dude, what's that old commercial they used to show? Um, Biggie even did it in a song when he said, I'm not just a something. I'm the player president. It, that hair, I don't know. I think it was a hair commercial when a guy would end it with, I'm not just a client. I'm the president. Remember that? Yeah. Something uh, like that. Hair club for men. Hair club for men. Um, I want to preface it by saying, and I say this again, I'm not just in the comedy game. I'm a fan of it. So I have opinions. So again, much respect. Hats off to the Wayans family, to have a black family that put each other on and are successful like that. They're like the black Kennedys. Uh, big shout out. I am not a fan of Marlon Wayans in terms of his comedy. I think he tries too hard. I think he forces the issue. It does not come off natural to me. There are dudes who are Chappelle, Patrice, Burr. They come off natural. To me, Marlon feels forced. It just feels forced, you know, uh, especially when he tries to do those characters, those multiple characters like Eddie Murphy. It does not come off to me with the same genius of Eddie Murphy, where it's like you look at Eddie do that and you go, that is just comedic, God given brilliance. To me, it feels like Marlon is trying to be that and it don't feel right. It don't feel right to me. As far as the black 
Will Ferrell or Jim Carrey. I still think that's JB Smooth. Yeah, I think I. I'm not against what you're saying. What what what? Um, you're just doing his impression. Uh, Tracy Morgan. Yeah, why isn't Tracy Morgan in in his silliness and what he could, what he can do? I just don't. I just think Tracy may not be picking those kind of projects. Yeah, in in the TV series that he has, Tracy. Yeah, what you call uh, uh, OG? The last OG. OG. Yeah. He's funny as fucking that thing, um, but coming from a real place, like, you right. know, so it has that, like, this is the regular guy and he's just, right. so there's, there's some stuff in there, but you know what? Part of being that silly kind of person, and you've right. said this before, you know, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is what you've said. Uh, black dudes just don't do that self-deprecation and that has to be part of the yeah. character to yep. do a Will Ferrell. You have to be... Right somewhat self-deprecating to right. be able to do that. I think sometimes, sometimes, you know, we look for the cool in everything. You know, yeah, we'd be funny, but, you know, is he cool? Is he cool? And I think sometimes you have to lose being cool and just be a flat-out clown if that's what it calls for. I mean, <clears throat> the, the close, I mean, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, mm -hmm. there's some kind of coolness in the idea, but it's a goofy coolness. It's right. not, it's not that kind of coolness. Yeah, man. I, you know, um, like I said, I, I think that that lane should have been for Tommy Davidson because he can do that. I think Tommy was, but whatever was whatever, and it, it just didn't uh, come to fruition. But I think Tommy, to me, Tommy was always that dude. All right, last one. <clears throat> um, Tramel Brooks, first time emailer. Oh, welcome. Like a virgin. Do it with me, Tremel. All right. What's up, Aries and Annie? The name is Melly. This is my first time emailing y'all, but have been a listener of the podcast for about two years faithfully. First time hearing about the pod was on Drink Champs, which is one legendary-ass interview to this day. I just seen your recent interview on No Jumper. Shit was hilarious. Uh, you doing Tony Soprano voice talking about Instagram baddies with ass and titties, BBLs, and being at the AVN Awards. Wish GTA Andy would have been there. I know shit definitely would have been crazy knowing Adam background and Andy being the wild motherfucker he was in the past. Still was a great interview, my dude. What really made me laugh was the porn title name being Black Loads Matter as the nominee for best porn title. I was dying, fucking laughing at work, my dude. Like, who can fucking take shit, take that shit serious? Um, what matter is loving your daughter and being in her life? Because if being gangbanged is something you should not cry tears of joy over, LMAO. Thanks, thanks you, Aries and Andy, for speaking real shit on the podcast. Keeping it uncut, yayo. No stepped on shit. I'm getting tired now of typing. I'm leaving. Peace out. Peace out, my niggas. That sounded so hard. I wish you would have read it with that. Like, as he, he would have got tired. Like, it would have got slid right. Yeah. As, he was, <laughs> as, as I'm reading it. Yeah, it just gets more and more like tired. Like, right. Just tell okay, us he's hardly, he's barely get through it. Right. Um, 
I'll just pick up. Uh, Black Loads Matter as a nominee for best porn title. I was dying fucking laughing at work, my dude. Like, who can fucking take that shit serious? What matters is loving your daughter and being in her life. Because if being gangbang, <sighs> something you should not cry tears of joy over LMU. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Thanks you, thanks you, Aries and Andy for speaking <laughs> real shit on the podcast, keeping it uncut. Yeah, yo, no stepped on shit. I'm getting tired now <laughs> of typing. I'm leaving. Peace out, my niggas. Stay safe in this world. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh, well, you, you you came across a couple of errors in writing this. I don't know if it was fatigue, but... It was fatigue. I get the sense that some of these porn women, um, their physical being is almost as if $10 was a lot of person, was a person. It's porn stars. A lot of mistakes. A lot of uh, absentee fathers. Uh, so $10, a lot of anal shots. Uh, Those porn awards, dude. And you were there. You you went to one. I went to one. I went to the, yeah, that the was, first one. Yeah. I didn't go to the second one. Yeah. Um, and you had a good time, right? I had a great time. I, I, I would like, now I'm a little bit more confident in my, in, in my place in life that mm-hmm. I think I would have more fun if I went this time. Cause I was, right. I was just so, I, I didn't understand it. Right. I know that. Does, does that sound dumb? Like I you just, didn't understand the, the ceremony. No, no, it wasn't just the ceremony. It was just the whole presence and everything that's going on, and people, and it, and it was so funny to watch people run up to you while there's naked women everywhere and like yeah. trying to get like it was very <laughs> like there was just so much going on, and it right. was just it was almost like too much input for me. I was like, what input wasn't the right word for uh, porn awards? Right. It was just too much information <laughs> for me. <laughs> I was just it was just and. and and if the first time, it's pretty crazy, man. It's, yeah. it, there's a lot going on. It's a shock to the system if it's something you've never done. Um, you know, and those dudes stand in those long lines, like there's a long before they let everybody in to go into the convention center where you take pictures with the chicks and they booths and stuff. I just seem seedy to me. And I never was a seedy guy. Right. It, and, and there is a lot of seediness to it. Yeah. But but like even like when we got invited to go do the to the private concert. Right. With Lil Wayne. Yeah. I was a little intimidated that I'm at this thing. But to, I think today I would be like, hey, this is just part of what comes with right. it. If you're lucky enough, right. this comes with it. If you didn't earn it, because I hadn't earned it. But if you're lucky enough to be part of it, you get to do it. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah, and, of you course. Know, you know, but I was a little, you know, I was a little intimidated. I was, you know, this is a. <laughs> You know, this is uh, not something that that wasn't my normal day. Yeah. Yeah. And dude, listen, this is not me trying to be braggadocious, but when you get as much pussy as I do, being around it, even in that kind of fatherless, low self-esteem environment, uh, just whatever, whatever. Yeah, it wasn't, it's not, it wasn't just the women. It was the whole it's a big atmosphere. Yes. And it's very free. It's a very free flowing atmosphere where I'm like, you know, it's, <laughs> I'll say it this way. 
it's really a little bit odd when you know and you're talking to someone and they're looking this close to in your face right. and you know that they've you've seen them suck dick, you've seen them fuck people, and you may have even jacked off while you're watching them do that. Right. And now you're toe-to-toe looking at them, right. having a conversation with them. Or, you know, how about when we went to the one room, the one party that had the bowling alley in it? Yeah. And, you know, the moment we walked in the room, there's a hundred niggas in a circle watching women shoot ping pong balls from the pussy to the asshole. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> I, unfortunately, I'm going to admit that I have been in a situation where I've seen women shooting ping pong balls out of their pussy before. So that Well, was, that's because you GTA undressed, yeah, but nigga. I've never been in a room with that many people. And the crazy thing is, like, let's be honest. When you first walked in the room where it was laid out... <laughs> I don't know if this is the best. It almost looked like a, a rape scene, nigga, because it was like in the accused, you just see the circle Circle. of men, you know, and you're just like, what the fuck is going on here? I, and I think that's part of it to have, there, there was a lot of people in the room. Yes. And a lot of men. Obviously. And a lot of women. But there was a, still a lot of men and it looked, you know, and I'm going to say a lot of these men, I don't think had been in some of these situations before. I felt there was some uncomfortability that you could feel in the room at the same time. Right. Some like, oh, I can do anything. Listen, when two women are exchanging ping pong from the <laughs> anus to the vagina, you're going to have both walks of life in the room. There's some <laughs> CEOs in that motherfucker. And there's some niggas that just jacked off behind a fucking liquor store. Like it's, 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 that's the power of pussy and ping pong balls. It brings the male species together, no matter how, where you are in terms of your level of, you know, stature, you know, finance, pussy is the great uniter. But if the world keeps progressing and the freeness, the uh, sexual freeness that it has, right. that's just going to be a bingo game. Night at the bingo hall. Hey, <laughs> uh, 836. <laughs> bingo. <laughs> <laughs> women on top of the tables just shoot, shoot them out ping pong balls oh <laughs> alright I gotta read this last one cause uh just cause of the name cock and ball cock and bones Dominique Davis cock and bones yo A&A and the goddamn A&M I like that that's A&A and the goddamn A&M that's that would be our actual radio yeah m- Saying there's our serious yeah. radio t- if we get a serious hey everybody, welcome to AA and the goddamn AM. Oh, I like that. It's your nephew from Mississippi D Easy. Oh boy. Uh, if you are reading this, that means my subject title didn't turn you away. LOL. I have an idea for a short series that I'm working on entitled Cox and Bones, written, produced, and directed by mid-80s Scorsese. It involves the main protagonist. Damn, nigga, you from Mississippi, and you, what you know about a word like protagonist? He ain't opening up. He doesn't know people that open up uh, beer bottles with their teeth. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm a Mississippi pro pro tag on itisis. All right, prime Al Pacino and prime Joe Pesci. James Gandolfini will be the main antagonist. The synopsis, damn nigga, you must have been escaped and got to the North. The synopsis consists of Pacino and Pesci, who are childhood best friends that work for a poultry factory as butchers during the day for a cover-up, but become hitmen for the major crime boss Gandolfini at night. 
Gandolfini has a suspicion that Pacino is having an affair with his wife, which turns him heel against the duo. The first 10 minutes of the first episode shows Pacino and Pesci crashing a gay swingers party to apprehend and ultimately kill a drug dealer who has been fucking up Gandolfini's business. This scene will include dick naked men and a graphic murdering scene, broken bones, blood, etc. Now this will be the only time the series will show a scene of this nature. My question to you is, will you endure the first 10 minutes and continue watching the series or say, fuck it, I'm not watching. You can't say that you're going to skip it because it contains key components and conversations that the scene will have for you to understand episodes that follow. Also, you can't say that you will rely on Andy to tell you because, as we all know, he doesn't have brain farts. <laughs> he doesn't have brain farts. He does. Oh, he does have brain farts. His brain completely shits itself, <laughs> LOL. Let me know if you're interested because I will need to holler at this jittery old head that I now name McFly. He has a vintage 85 DeLorean that he will lend me. Stay blessed and keep banging. This email is like the movie <clears throat> Don't Look Up. I don't know what to make of this. <laughs> Is it real? Is he a com- is it a comedy? Is he trying to? He's saying if he made that movie, he right. could get that movie made. It had all these people in it, and you had to have that first scene, right? And it was these badass dudes, man, food movie Cock and though, bones. going in to go get this guy who's fucking up their deal, and he's in a gay, <laughs> I don't know what it is, a gay a gay club. He said, right. gay club, something like that. So there's going to be some, uh, there's going to be some full frontal man nudity. What be, I watch, and and you got to watch, you got you got to you got to watch it so that you get the context of the rest of the movie because you got to watch it. Are you gonna are you gonna put up with that scene so that you can watch this this Pesci, Gandolfini, Pacino, Pacino movie that you know is gonna be good, but it's just I got to get past cock and bones. <sighs> depends on uh, depends on how aggressive the meat look. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> if the meat ain't a bunch of NBA niggas naked, uh, I might be able to hang, pardon the pun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I don't, I don't think you get through it. I, really, I don't think I do either. Because I told you, I, I I don't think I said this on the podcast. I watched that Versace, because I, I told you I went to the Versace man. Right. man so then I watched the Versace thing on the Andrew. The movie? It's a series on Andrew Kanan and his whole thing. But that's a movie without Pacino, right? No, no. Oh, okay. No, no. He, he's Andrew, oh, that's Gucci. That's, that's Gucci. Gucci yeah. I want to see that one, though. But right. Gucci, but but this is the one where Andrew Kanan and is going uh, it's the whole series. Yes. It's like nine parts. And there's a scene in there where Versace's at his house and his lover has brought back another guy and he's trying to get Versace's sketching and uh, the, you, you can see them on the bed and then he gets up and it, it's for television. So you don't see anything. The guy just, he gets up and he says, Come, you know, we're having, we're having company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a company. That's funny. Uh, so, so we're having this, you know, this moment here with this extra dude, come on, let's just be debaucherous and take part in this. And, uh, Versace's like, no, no, I'm sketching you, you, you go. And then you see him go back over there and you see the guys there. And then you just see the other dude get behind him. Now you don't see anything. And I said, nah, I just think just the intent of that scene, you would go, nah, I can't watch this. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Uh, I tried to watch that movie on HBO when it was out 
um, about Liberace with Matt Damon. Yeah, I watched that? it. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, and then, you know. Oh, I, it, it's just, it, dude, it's, it's a sad <laughs> movie, man. Yeah. Um, but Michael Douglas. <clears throat> and, yeah. And, 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 and uh, I got through it. Just like I got through the Elton John movie. Um, but, it, you know, I have moments. And, and like I said, whoever's sitting near me on a plane, you're just going to be subjugated to me yelling. But if you know what's in the movie, it's still going to make you yell? You don't know until you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I know based on the subject matter and who is who it's about, that there is a potential for some oh shit moments. But, and here's what gets you. Dude, I respect the art of movies and performing and entertainment so much. I want to soak it all up. You know what I mean? Because uh, it's something to learn. I want to study how people do what they do. Um, and they're, they're good movies, but it's just fuck. Dude, it was really good. Like Michael Douglas when he's not wearing the wig. Yeah. Michael Douglas playing Liberace. That's a that, that's yeah. a big. I think that's a big ass though. Yeah. Well, big ass. Ask. A- ask. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's a big ass. Ask. to act. We gotta put the on that yeah. motherfucker. Right. But but for someone to play and play for a, a perce- I you know I I don't know I know Michael Douglas is married to a woman, but we're not supposed to One judge. One of the most he, beautiful women in the world. But to to. Uh, for a straight person to play that part, right? I think that's a, that's. A, I would assume that they would get someone who was gay that could play the part, and 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 put it together because I'm sure there's enough gay actors out there that would rather have played that part. Let me let me tell you something, uh, dude. If I had to play a homosexual in a movie, I would be phenomenal because that's an impression to me, and I can impersonate a gay person. So you have to kiss the dude. You're gonna kiss the dude. That's that Will Smith thing that from that first movie that he was in, uh, Six Degrees right. of Separation, where he right. who did he talk to? I forgot what uh, Denzel. And and he said, Denzel if you're gonna said, do it, you got you go all the way. You gotta commit. Right. Don't don't half ass it. You gotta commit. Yeah. And you know, playing gay role ain't no half ass. <laughs> you, got to, you, got to, you got to get the whole ass. <laughs> I love that Eddie Murphy joke, man. Oh, guys, if you can find it. I, I, he does talks about uh, Little Richard, and he goes, "Yeah, they want me play Little Richard," and I said, "Richard, to be true to it, you got to have seen somebody fucking you in your ass, and I'm not playing that scene. We can't even fake it. You can't even have be on the piano and then bring in a stunt ass and fuck that, and then cut to my face." <laughs> 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 oh god but do you know what really sucks about that yes seriously this is to if he could play it who, who would if eddie murphy could have done that could have done it oh, and being honest are you, are you, are you who would have killed that part eddie yeah. eddie he it's not the same but he it's reminiscent of his role in dream girls you know what i mean yeah with the hair and that character and that yeah. He yeah he could do that in his sleep. But it, when he when the, when they wanted him to play it, his everything was perfect set up for it. He would have fucking played the shit out of that role. Listen and to Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Yeah, let's be honest. John Leguizamo was a good looking woman. 
Wesley was the worst. Wesley looked like Cheryl Underwood. Uh, <laughs> so mean to say that about Cheryl Underwood. <laughs> uh, and Patrick Swayze wasn't nothing to, you know, wasn't easy on the eyes. Dude, I'm telling you right now, if I had to go that route, I'm a good looking woman, dude. So would you, would you have played one of those characters? Dude, yes, because I'm not caught up into that black bullshit about feeling like I'm selling my soul to Satan and I'm fucking, uh, uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a man anymore and I'm not a strong black man. I don't go for none of that shit, nigga. Or if, it's, if the script is good and it's good art and you, you, you know, it's what it is, man. But you have to kiss the dude. Can you do, could you do it? Hey, this has been A&A on the AM. <laughs> Join us next week. When we talk about more uncomfortable shit on cock and bones. So what you, you're going to answer, you could have at least answered it with the, I need to see how many zeros are on that check. No, because that means there's a possibility. <laughs> so we just going to keep this in the dark. Morgan Freeman on Ari Spears playing a gay role. Will he or will he not? <laughs> No. No, let me this just got real uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> um let's let's yeah. Uh if you were if you were if you you were a comedian first yes. and foremost. Well, we're, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get us through this. I don't know. You're a comedian first and foremost, but if you were an actor, if you were like for real, for real, for real, like studied, went to the, the schools, all the high schools of acting, you did stage acting, you did movie acting, you're you're, you're the same guy you are, but you put all your effort into being the best actor you want an academy award you want that shit not just comedy accolades i want that would you feel like you had to you would have to be able to would that be part of the would you be able to say that would be part of the commitment and you would have to do it if you were that guy i'm not saying you personally right now right 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 right. but don't you think that if you're playing if you're an actor that you have to be able to do that If, if it's truly your what you do in theory yes I got you. That's that's fine. In theory, yes. And you know, it's funny. Uh, Patrice talked about this, uh, where he played a transgender uh, in a movie. I forget the chick's name, but she was on the level of a director, like a, you know, Scorsese. This was a big deal. Um, and he said he thought it, this was going to be one of those things that changed his life, made his career, playing a transgender. And this movie, directed by this top-tier chick, did nothing. Nothing for him. So uh, that almost becomes the, damn, if, if I'm going to go there, something's got to change. To have to do that and face the ridicule that, you know, you're going to get from the black community and nothing change? Ugh. It's tough. Is that the end? The I think that's the end. All right. What do you got? What do you, oh, I got to uh, tell you where we're going to be. Uh, okay, real quick. Quit, <laughs> Quivlin. We're going to be in Cleveland, uh, the 21st to the 23rd. So that's next weekend. Uh, three shows. Uh, so five day, five. Uh, that's only five shows. Five, three days, five shows. Please get your tickets. I think that one's selling. Which well, one is this? Cleveland. Uh, helium. Say, oh, then we're going to be the Aries will be the following week, the 28th and 29th. Aries will be at the Denver Improv. Uh, I will be at the Helium St. Louis Comedy Club. Uh, 
two nights, the 28th and 29th as well, working the garage, doing my hour, getting ready for the album recording. And then the following week, we're both back at San Jose Improv, the 24th, the tw- uh, not the 24th, the February, sorry, the 4th. Dude, I took my pills. Whatever that dude, I am the, <laughs> the, the, the fucking cracker, idiot cracker. What are you, stupid cracker? Uh, the February 4th through the 6th, we're at San Jose Improv. Um, following week, I will be at Helium Indie recording my album on the 9th. Uh, and then Aries will be the 10th through the 12th. That's what we have right now, but possibly the 13th at the Houston Improv. Uh, and that and Aries coming yeah so we got nary on that show and i will be i will continue to stay at uh, helium and be on that show the rest of the week uh and then the following week cited to announce february the 17th through the 20th yeah the dc improv and after that last one of the month the 25th through the 27th will be at the louisville comedy club um god i'm so disappointed you're not doing denver um, I like, you know, and I like that Denver room, man. Um, listen guys, if any of you really believe in the higher power, can you please guys pray for me and cross your fingers for me? Cause I'm very excited about this audition that I'm going to have next Thursday. Uh, this Arnold Schwarzenegger project, uh, for Netflix, uh, where he's playing like a CIA guy and it's, a, it's, I'd be playing like his buddy who works in the CIA with him. And they specifically said the role is a guy who's an 80s nostalgia guy who's extremely fucking funny. Uh, and you know, I'm all about 80s, 90s, my era. Uh, and I think I'm somewhat funny. Uh, but just to be on set with a fucking movie action icon and the first time he says to me, Aries, do you want to go over lines? And I get to go, absolutely. Aries, do you want to go to lunch and grab some crab cakes and wash it down with a protein shake? And I can say, yeah, he, yeah, he. <laughs> Come on, man. How dope would that be? Plus, it would give me a chance to get off this fucking road for a little bit and you know what they said that it shoots in uh, Toronto so coach make room in the tub nigga (laughs) (laughs) that nigga probably just nutted on itself can you know what bath water looks like mixed with nut (laughs) he's probably it looks like dishwashing liquid that's in the thing I'm not. I'm not going to go with you on it. I'm not even going to put that in my head. But you put Dave's dick in mine. It was an imaginary, way over the top one. Let's call this episode. I know we won't and we can't. Dave's dick. Well, that was on. That was on the first episode though. That we did. That was on Wednesdays. That isn't on Thursdays. Right. Uh, so people who didn't catch Wednesdays are just thinking we're talking about some dude named Dave. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh. This episode, these last two episodes, <laughs> Jesus Christ, the, the next week's episode is going to be about nothing but titties, nigga. T- dude, best titties. Best titties. We should do that. Best titties. Best titties in a movie. Best shot in a movie. 
a compilation between the eighties, nineties, and today. And it's just, and it's not to be male about being all misogynistic. It's just that we had a lot of different talk on this one. So we're going to, we're going to put it up on the other one. Ladies, we don't want to scare you away. We're not going to do that. <laughs> Who's your, I ain't listening to that shit. Can you, can you name your number one right now? Your My number one titties? Number one titties that you saw. I'm going, I want. I know where you're going. Trading places. Yeah, because it was a surprise. I wasn't expecting right. it. Even if you told me that that was going to happen, better than expected. Right. I was in my t. I was in my young, youthful age. Right. Definitely necessary. Besant. I needed to see those. Yes. That's where I would go. You know what mine is? No. Lake Minnetonka, nigga. Oh yeah, Lake Minnetonka. That was good. Apollonia Prince. That was good. I'm Oof. not gonna lie. That was great. Yeah. She's very mad about that scene, though. Why? Said she wasn't. She didn't know she was going to get. Uh, she, she was going to have to take off. She didn't know she was going to be filmed topless. Get the fuck out of here. You're in a movie with Prince. Fuck you thought you was going to have to do. Same. Same. You're lucky he ain't make you sit on the head of his guitar naked. <laughs> Play that bitch right. While it's in your snatch. Yeah. I bet you them sounds and them chords play different. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel better about this episode now? Din, 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 din. Din, 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 din. Why don't you tell superior poses who managed to cry when doves cry? Boom, 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 boom. Superior poses. Nikki would have been a better song for Nikki, darling. When he's uh, when the girl comes back in the room. He's doing the things crawling on the pan. The pan. I don't remember that song. Oh, man. I wish I knew the words to it. Mm. I never meant to cause you any trouble. I never meant to cause you any pain. I only want to see you jump something in the purple rain. Purple rain. Purple rain. <laughs> Could you get your voice high enough to do to do his do really like no no? But if y'all yo this is and this is where you tip your hat to Jamie Fox that one of my favorite YouTube clips I watch it all the time where he does the Brady Bunch where he's doing Prince Babyface and Luther Vandross he ends it with Prince best person Prince impression I've ever heard I could do the Luther part. Brady Bunch Oxen Yeah, all right. Coming up. This is Ski, Ski Bambino. Instagram at S-K-I dot B-A-M-B-I-N-O. Facebook, uh, S-K Bambino Music. Spotify. S-K-I-B-A-M-B-I-N-O. And YouTube, same thing spelled Ski Bambino. S-K-I-B-A-M-B-I-N-O. Uh, real quick, I appreciate the promo because I definitely need these views to go up. And also for the culture to know there's still talent out here. And also you, a funny-ass comedian. And I would love it if you did the Bill Cosby voice before you play the song, LOL. Thanks. And also, I followed the Spotify, the podcast on YouTube and Spotify. Song sent is Ski Bambino featuring Duke 
and California Dave, evens or odd. You know, I said, you know, right now I'm going to play the artist for you. This is Ski Bambino. Ski Bambino featuring Duke and California Dave. Evens or odds. That's what I tell myself when I have the pills in the one hand and the barbiturates in the other. And I ask the girl before I seduce you without your consent, do you want the evens or the odds? <laughs> I've got two pills in the right hand, three pills in the left hand, that's the even and the odds. You see? And then when I got arrested and before I was sentenced to the prison, that's what the judge said to me. Mr. Cosby, do you want the even or the odd time? Fuck it. Okay. <laughs> All right. We out? We out. Do they call me ski or do they call me ski? Play dead, made dead. Che. Uh. Che. Che. Do they call me ski or do they call me ski? Reaching for these niggas in your family. Cause you got ties to these people that I fucking need. So I'ma go around you and get the corner scene. I know they peeping. I don't know no fiends or something. Give them some money to get a couple drinks or something. Yeah, they coming out, they tell me everything. I know what's his name and where's face. Probably lay at. So I'ma go by the window and make sure he gonna get a spot up in the grave. Ain't nothing changed. They want the special now. I ain't 38 and nigga, I don't play around. I got some niggas in your peoples in your place around. So when they want to be that nigga, I can record now. I got the call. I got them niggas that been shooting all. They try to play back. That's when we got to spin them off. Do they want the evens or the fucking odds? Huh? Che, che, che. Do they want the evens or the fucking odds, nigga? Because it can go from two cars deep to five cars deep, nigga. Yeah, yeah, shit can go from two to four, two to five, nigga, even seven deep. Little nigga, yeah. I don't think they wanna do that. Changing they whole game, making sure these things relapse, yeah. I got some places in the motherfucking fact, and if they play me or try me, that's where you body that, yeah. They like to play around with them, and I ain't that. I got some things up in they town, I can dine in that. Nigga digest all of these shells And making sure these niggas get it like Taco Bell But who cares When you ain't with the cater or well These niggas thinking that they bout it I got stories to tell Different sides Stayed up in their mind Got me damn somewhere never lacking on my grind You want that trigger finger nigga itching all the time See it speaking well when these niggas take the sign Cause we gon' need some dollars Miss me with the hollers Cause I don't give a fuck about the people who gon' follow Nigga Do they want the evens or the fucking odds? Uh, che, che, che Do they want the evens or the fucking odds? Nigga Cause it can go from Two cars deep to five cars deep, nigga. Yeah, yeah, shit can go from 
Two to four, two to five, nigga, even seven deep. Little nigga, shit. even, the money won't come. If it's awesome, by God, go. I'll fuck your hoe. Thanks for listening to the Spears and Steinberg podcast. If you'd like to know who's responsible for this shit, well, it was hosted by Ari Spears and Andy Steinberg, produced by Steve Merrick and Anthony Holmes, executive producer, Big Papa, Robert Kelly, and Matt Kleinschmidt for the Laugh Button Podcast. For more information on where to find us on the internet, visit www.spearsbergpod.com. The test course you said with conviction, it don't mean shit to me! Don't you think you're being kind of hard on the guy? You go fuck yourself, convict!